it's time for school. Rock School. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Birds. We would open up garages and just play, hoping girls would come by. And Chad P. The only problem was that we had a Stonehenge that was in peril of being (laughs) trumped by a dwarf. (laughs) Class is in. Rock School, good afternoon everyone. My name is Joe Burns and I am a professor in the Communications Department, Southeastern Louisiana University. Sitting next to me is my comedic foil. Your name is? Chad P. Chad, I have a quick question for you. If I you answer an it answer. for me. Okay, let's see if we can get around to this answer here. What's the similarity between a Hoover vacuum cleaner and a lead guitarist? I don't know, Dr. Burns. What is the similarity between a Hoover vacuum cleaner and a lead guitarist? If you plug them both in, they both suck. Oh, that's oh, not nice. That's, oh, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Very much, very hey, much, Dr. Burns, I got a question for you. Why, yes, Chad, what's the question you have for me? What's the last thing a drummer says in a band? I don't know, Chad, what's the last thing a drummer says in a band? Hey, guys, why don't we try one of my songs? <laughs> <laughs> Say, Chad, let me ask you a quick question okay. here. Well, how many uh, lead guitarists does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know, Dr. Burns. How many lead guitarists does it take to change a light bulb? Twenty. One to do it, nineteen to stand around and discuss how much better Randy Rhodes could have actually done it. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, today... but is our comedy show. Mm-hmm. Now, we have chosen, oh, I don't know, 12, 14 songs that are funny. And here's the thing. They had to be funny on purpose. So you're not going to hear the final countdown by Europe. You're not going <laughs> to hear Domo Origato, Mr. Roboto. These songs had to song. be funny. No, you don't. Nobody does. <laughs> it, they had to be funny because the people wanted them to be funny. Cool. So for an hour today, let's just sit back and put the brain on comedy and see if we can enjoy it. Have a laugh or two. Dr. Hook. Uh-huh. How do you get on the cover of the Rolling Stone? Well, either you become a phenomenally popular rock group that changes the face of music and you have a monster song that everybody wants to emulate, or, or. you write a piece of music. Okay. And they made it. Dr. Hook wrote a song called The Cover of the Rolling Stone. <laughs> they make it? You did bet it? they did. Ha. Rolling Stone, number 131, March 29th, 1973. However, it wasn't their picture. Rolling Stone did play a little bit. It was a drawing. Aww. So Dr. Hook made it. Bah, bah, hey. bah. Don't touch me. It's the cover of the Rolling Stone. It's Dr. Hook as we do nothing but funny songs right here on Rock School. Don't touch me. Hey, Ray. Hey, Sugar. Tell them who we are. Well, we're big rock singers. We got golden fingers. And we're loved everywhere we go. That sounds like us. We sing about beauty and we sing about truth. At $10,000 a show. Right. We take all kind of pills to give us all kind of thrills. But the thrill we never know. It's the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Right up front, man. I can see it now. Smiling. Beautiful, yeah. Oh, beautiful. Dr. Hook, right here in Rock School. What's that? What? Yeah, you said, hey, I thought you were going somewhere. I thought you had a joke. You don't have a joke for me? That wasn't me talking. I got a joke for you. Okay, what is it? What does a guitarist say when he gets to his gig? What does a guitarist say when he gets to his gig? Would you like fries with that? Oh! What's, what's the difference between a guitarist and a savings bond? 
<laughs> Sooner or later, a savings bond makes money. Oh. Okay, there you go. You got one for me? Yeah, can, how can you tell a drummer's at the door? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the punchline yet. <laughs> I don't know. It's the knock is in beat. Yeah, the knocking speeds up. <laughs> Start laughing before oh. I tell you the answer. I don't know. I kind of like that one. Today. I love it. Hey, what do you else? know? Do you know who the first person was on uh, the cover of the Rolling Stone? The very first Rolling Stone. No, who was John it? Lennon? Hey. John Lennon. We're How long pl- has Rolling Stone been out? Oh, geez. When was the first one? Sixty. Oh, sixty-seven. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know that off the top of my head, but okay. I'm almost positive it was sixty-seven. Then you made the cover. You've done something. Oh, you do. You yeah. You have done something. Hey, right. we're gonna go over to Post Seattle. I love these guys. I love these guys to death. I like everything these guys have written. What's that? The Presidents of the United States oh, of America. Chris, oh, yeah. Chris Ballou, Dave Deirdrer, they play a bass sitar and a get to bass. Okay. Have you ever heard of these two instruments? Never. Watch it. Get a, get a, if you get a hold of a video, go to YouTube and watch it. They take the guitar and they take off two of the strings. So the guitar only has four strings on it. So okay. it's a get to bass. Get to bass. Get it. Yeah. They take the they take the bass guitar and they knock off one of the strings. So it's a bass guitar. Okay. A, bis, a, a, a get to bass get or to a bass guitar. So they're really weird looking instruments. So six string guitars modified to use four or two strings. Love them to death. Okay. Love them to death. They have a song that never got any airplay on the radio, but it's it's wonderful. This song is called We're Not Gonna Make It. And every band, oh. <laughs> none of my bands were going to make it. And I knew that. I mean, we had a heck of a time getting anyone to listen to us. We would open up garages yeah. and just play, hoping girls would come by. <laughs> sometimes they would, sometimes they wouldn't. But we should have written the song because we knew it was never going to happen. On the, uh, on the comedy show, Funny on Purpose. We're not going to make it. It's the Presidents of the United States of America on Rock School. Drummers who can drum, <laughs> yep. singers who can sing. That's right. I was never in. Absolutely never I'm in sorry. that band. <laughs> See, I'm enjoying this too much. I hit the wrong button. Got any more jokes for me? Yeah, I do. And if you're just tuning in, this is the comedy show. But if you're listening to us for the first time ever, yeah. um, Doc is a guitar player and I'm a drummer. Sure. So we're poking fun at you know our own uh, professions of music here. So, but that's yeah. okay. But we have other jokes for other instruments. Like a tuba player walks into a bar. It could happen. <laughs> it could. Honest to goodness. Not yet. Hasn't happened yet. But it might, it might happen. Go hey, right Doc. Ahead. Yes. How can you tell when the drum riser is level? <laughs> or the stage? The, the stage, stage is, level. is level? How can you tell when the stage is level? I don't know. Because the drummer has drool coming out of both sides of his mouth. <laughs> what do you okay. call a, a drummer with half a brain? Gifted. That's right. Did I get it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. What do you call a drummer sitting in a Volkswagen? Uh, I don't know. Far from thinking. Far from thinking. Very <laughs> nice. Okay. You got Go anything? Yeah, one more? Get one more for me? Uh, Give me one more. I think Give me so. one more. 
How many drummers does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. None. They have a machine that does that now. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. I put this show together, this comedy show, off of this song. Okay. The song that we're about to play, it's one of these things when I'm, I'm listening to the music in my car or I got my iPod on shuffle. Yeah. Every so often I'll hear a piece of music and I'll go, that's a great song. I should find a show so I can play that song. Have you ever heard of the Dead Milkmen? Nope. Oh, they're wonderful. They're out of Philadelphia. This is from their album Beelzebubba. Oh, which has Bubba. a guy, yeah, has a guy on the front who's got little horns on him, and he's standing next to a uh, a tractor yeah. out in the middle of a field. Okay. It's their fourth full length studio album. They're a punk band. It's called Punk Rock Girl. And my favorite part of the whole thing is when they go into the California Pizza Kitchen yeah. and attempt to order uh, hot tea, and the waitress says, "But no, we only have it iced." So they jump up on the tables and scream, "Anarchy!" Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny songs all hour long. It's rock school. Here's the dead milkman, punk rock girl. Rock school. One Saturday, I took a walk to Zipper Head. I met a girl. Say, like how much you pay singing. for this car? And I said, nothing, man, it's stolen. Just you <laughs> and me, punk rock girl. It's got a great video to it as well. The, the the four people that make up the band, honest to goodness, they're 200 pounds combined soaking <laughs> wets. There's absolutely nothing to them. It's a funny show right here on uh, on Rock School. Funny nothing songs but, uh, and funny, funny songs. But the thing about it is they have to be funny on purpose. Uh-huh. We're not going to run anything that, that that's funny. We're not going to play achy, breaky heart. Today, I oh. got into an argument today with somebody. Let All me right. ask you the same question. It has nothing do. to do with the show, but I'm going to ask you the question. All right. And and I think people were lying to me this morning. If you knew that the song "Achy Breaky Heart" was going to be as big a hit as it was, and you knew you were going to make all that money, yeah, but but you were going to be saddled the rest of your life as the man who sang "Achy Breaky Heart," would you have <laughs> sang "Achy Breaky Heart"? You know what I. Uh... How, Ask me. How important is success? Would Ask you have done me. it? Yes! <laughs> you bet. You know what? I'd have sang every single Barry Manilow tune, too, and I'd have worn the stupid big sleeves, and I'd have held the maracas and sang Copacabana. Because you could easily sit there and say, yeah, I said it, and now I'm going to get into right. my vet and drive off into the sunset. <laughs> into my giant house. I own the sun. Yeah, that's, that, right. that's right. Everybody I spoke to this morning, I would never have done that. Liar. Oh, yeah, you would have. Liar. Yeah, you Liar. We're going to talk about one of my favorite guys. Who's if that? you are a fan of Frank Zappa, mm-hmm. you know that this guy has everything from true heavy metal to true rock to true jazz to true classical, and then every so often and he'll do a song that is pure social commentary. Right around 1983, 1984, videos began to hit. And if you remember, videos all started to look the same. Yeah, they had the they same did. lamp dissolved, yep. the same dancing, the same girls, uh-huh. the same everything. It was basically like the band doing the song and then cut to a couple of shots of this 
back to the band doing the song. That's right. Yeah. What Frank Zappa did was write a 1950s doo-wop song <laughs> called Be In My Video, where he makes fun of absolutely everything that videos were doing at that time, where he basically... I don't know, lampoons the whole concept of video, and it took an entirely new group of people to take video in a new direction, but it created this wonderful and funny song. Here's Frank Zappa. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Frank Zappa, be in my video on Rock School. show nothing but funny songs hey chad hey did you hear the joke about the bassist who is so out of tune somebody actually noticed <laughs> <laughs> how do you make a bass guitar sound in tune what's that chop it up make it a xylophone oh. how many bass guitarists <laughs> does it take to change a light bulb that'd be how many one two three four one two three four oh, one, two, come on three, man four we gotta take a pause for the cause we'll be back in one minute here on rock school Programming on KSLU is underwritten in part by Home Theater Etc. With football season in full swing, Home Theater Etc. offers a variety of big and flat screen televisions for you to enjoy watching your favorite team on. Brands such as Elite by Pioneer, Hitachi, Sharp, Toshiba, JVC, Mitsubishi, and many others. They also come in different sizes such as 50 inch, 62, and even 72 inch screens. Home Theater Etc. is located on the corner of Morris and Mooney across from Florida Parish's bank. The telephone number is area code 985-340-7777. Rock School right here and uh, we are having fun this hour. We're doing nothing but funny songs, but songs that were funny on purpose. Yes. We will not play the final countdown by Europe. We <laughs> will not play anything by Barry Manilow here. Do you have a favorite line from the rockumentary, some say mockumentary, uh, Spinal Tap? Oh, man. Which one every, should I choose? Every musician has to have one. What's spinal your favorite, tap. favorite line from <sighs> the movie Spinal Tap? Because I have one. Well, I have numerous. It's a, what's your favorite? It's a toss-up between the guitar player talking about the amps that go to 11. Sure. And uh, I think my favorite one is, the only problem was is that we had a Stonehenge that was in peril of being <laughs> trumped by a dwarf. <laughs> my favorite line is at the end when David St. Hubbins and Derek Smalls have decided that they're going back to London and they're actually going to work on their musical based on the life of Jack the Ripper, and the name of the musical is Saucy Jack. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that one. If you've I, never seen that movie, go get it. It's wonderful. Go Especially get, get the DVD, the 20, 25th, I think it is, anniversary DVD, and look at the outtakes. Even if you've seen the film, if you haven't gotten the DVD, there's at least 25 minutes of outtakes <laughs> that are 
absolutely hilarious. Awesome. I'm not sure they're as good as what actually made it into the movie, but they're absolutely wonderful. So are we playing Stonehenge? We are. It now, was your favorite line, I so we're going to play Stonehenge. It, yes. A quick uh, history on that. Sure. What they were doing was, in the movie, they were trying to construct this new uh, set for their stage, and they were uh, describing what's the, what they called Stonehenge, what it would look like, and the guy was writing down the measurements and he wrote, uh, you know, seven by five, and he wrote the the symbol for inches rather than in, feet. instead of feet. So it was supposed to be a big, huge stone. And when they lowered it, it was the size <laughs> of a, a calculator. Sure. Thus, thus, the the line. The only problem was that we had a Stonehenge that was in trample of being. Trampled by a dwarf. Trampled by a dwarf. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, make the secret devil sign. Yes. All hail Stonehenge at Spinal Tap on Rock School. In ancient times, hundreds of years before the dawn of history, lived a strange race of people. I am not going into a freeform jazz piece in front of a festival crowd. The little people of Stone. <laughs> Spinal Tap right remember, here on Rock School. You remember when the bass player got caught in the pod? Oh, and they brought out a blowtorch to attempt to get it. He gets out just in time <laughs> for the end of the in. song to go back into the pod. You got to get the movie, Love folks, it. I'm telling you. You really it's do. Awesome. And I saw Alice Cooper interviewed about it one time, and he said, I really hate to admit it, but you have to watch a rock star watch the film because when the rock Rockstar isn't laughing at Spinal Tap. That means that whatever he's seeing has happened to him. So it's not very funny. We're at half past, ladies and gentlemen. As a matter of fact, we're at half past on the right button now. right now. Tell me. I want to write us an email Please here do. at Rock School. Where do I go? You go to kslurockschool at gmail.com. kslurockschool at gmail.com because we produce the show right here in the studios of KSLU, Southeastern Louisiana University. Yes. So that's what we use for our email address. And we would love to hear from you. If uh, if you have a show idea, mm-hmm. if you don't like some, if you do like something, if you want to tell me I'm wrong, if you want to tell Chad he's right, by all means, write us an email. If you just want to drop us a line and tell us how gosh darn handsome we are, That's we right. would absolutely love to hear about it. Now, it's time for the stump, and I'd just like to point out that I am five in a row. Yes, you are. I have not missed. Every time I say something like that, I... I start to do poorly. We're going to do uh, The Offspring, yep. Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Yep. So here we go. You should be on the verge of getting this one because it deals with your 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 passion. It's, okay. a, it's a guitar question. Okay. What is the name of The yes. Offspring's guitarist? I have no idea. You don't know. No, he's, I can't he's even He's actually guess. known for like a pseudonym. I don't want you to give me his name. Give me what he's known for. No, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. The I, I the only two things I know about The Offspring mm-hmm. is I know their hits, and I know that the lead singer was valedictorian mm-hmm. of his uh, of his class. But what I, I understand the lead singer always has these braids in his hair, and his right. name is Dexter. Yeah, but I, I can't tell you anything. Even if you tell me his name, I won't be able to tell you. I mean, you could make something up. His name is Donald Duck, and I would kind of <laughs> smile and go, uh-huh, yeah. His name is actually Kevin Wasserman, but yeah. he's known as... Noodles. No, no, I didn't know. Didn't that know makes that? sense because when you when you pick up a guitar and just play around, uh-huh. noodle. noodle. It, it's called noodling. That's his name. Yeah, so noodles. I, 
I hate see that's what I got to do. I, I I jinx myself when I say mm-hmm. that I what have yet when to miss. Uh-huh. As soon as you brag, you run like into the trouble. Jokes on you. This this is a song about making fun of somebody who takes on a popular culture just because it's the popular thing of the day. I love this song. Here's the offspring. Pretty fly for a white guy on the comedy show. It's rock school. For a white guy Hey, hey, do that brand new thing Ding, 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 That's cowbell brilliant. That's brilliant <laughs> Hey, hey, do that brand new thing Now wait, whoever wins the Super Bowl I don't care what team it is, the next day or within the next week, just start looking around. All these people are going to adopt whoever the team is. I don't care if it's Seattle. I don't care if it's as far away from Louisiana as you can get. You're right. These people are going to adopt it. And that's what they're talking about, this concept of no matter what is hip, no matter what is the thing... These people will adopt Speaking it. Speaking of, love it. There's yeah. a line in there I want to yeah. ask you. Let me let me quiz you. All right. Try to make up for the stump. Yeah. Seeing as I got thumped <laughs> in the stump. Yeah. The very last line, he says he's getting a tattoo. He's, he's getting, getting ink, ink done. done. He asked for a 13, yeah. but they drew a 31. Why was he getting a 13? Uh, it's a drug reference. 13 M. For marijuana uh-huh. is the 13th, 13th letter, letter of the alphabet. Yeah. It's a reference. Right. Yeah. But they How drew a 31, that? which doesn't even yeah. pertain to a letter pretty, uh, there is no 31st. Pretty fly for an old guy, huh? How about that? You're not, not bad. old. You're yeah, not old. I'm old enough. <laughs> what do they call the day-long concert that they put on once a year at KIIS Radio in Los Angeles and KDET Radio Los Angeles in Detroit? What? Is the Wango the Tango? Is the Wango the Tango? Wango It goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Now, it just dies like that. When you get the single, it just dies like that. That's that's Uncle Teddy, right? Yeah, that's a sweaty Teddy. Great gonzos in sweaty Teddy. That's how the single dies. I mean, when I got the thing and I brought the the CD in today and I'm listening to it before the show, it just dies like that. And I'm thinking, that's really odd because if you get the entire album cut, that goes on for like seven minutes. (laughs) And he just, he goes on about this whole thing about he's a Maserati and there's a, a, an open garage. Garage up ahead in the whole schmeal, and you pretty much got the That's general him. gist of it. Hey, hey Doc, are, Doc, Doc, yeah, Doc, you know, Doc. I, I, tell me you have jokes for me. You have what do you jokes call for me? A, What do you call yeah. a drummer that breaks up with his girlfriend? Homeless. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you know a drummer uh, is knocking at your door? 
somehow. He doesn't know when to come in. Hey, I'm sorry. I looked at your drummer jokes list. I decided to get that one out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, push it out of the way. Scared of me, are ya? <laughs> it's all comedy songs today on uh, on Rock School. Most people can come up with the concept of Spinal Tap yeah. uh, being uh, the uh, mockumentary, but in reality... It wasn't the first. The first real rockumentary was something by the Ruttles. The Ruttles. The Ruttles. R U T L E S. That's the Monty Python. Yeah, uh, you're right. It's the Monty Python thing. They made fun of the Beatles. The name of it was called All You Need Is Cash. And they were making fun of the Beatles. Ron Nasty was supposed to be John Lennon. Dirk McQuickly was supposed to be Paul McCartney. Stig O'Hara was George Harrison. And Barry Wom was Barry Womble was okay. uh, supposed to be Ringo Starr. And if you get a hold of the the soundtrack to uh, to the Ruddles, what's really fun about it, you listen to all of these songs that the Ruddles had created. And, and again, it's some of the members of um, Monty Python and some yeah. other people that came in. Okay. If you listen to each one of the songs, you can very, very quickly pick out which one of the Beatles songs they're making fun of. <laughs> I picked one that, that that's real easy to find. You're familiar with the song Help? Yes. By the Beatles? Yep. This is the Ruddles version, just for fun. Two minutes of fun. This is called Ouch. It's the Ruddles on Rock School. Ouch. You're breaking my heart. Ouch. I'm falling apart. Ouch. 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 When we first met, I must admit, I fell for you right from the start. Now when we meet all kinds of things, it seems upset the apple cart. All kinds of things, it seems upset the apple cart. Ouch! Don't desert me. Ouch! There you go. You There's the that. Ruddles. You and what's wonderful about that is a lot like Spinal Tap, the music isn't awful. Ah, no, you, they, they, do, they do a good job. They did a really wonderful job. I, I guarantee you a lot of that is not done by the Monty Python guys. They brought in professional musicians. Yeah. But even with Spinal Tap, when you look at it, there, there's a website I go to that... Uh, basically writes out the music to a lot of rock songs so mm-hmm. we guitarists can very quickly you know figure out what the chords are and it sort of helps us along okay. and almost the entire album of spinal tap the the soundtrack has been listed out i mean they're complicated pieces of music and mm. these guys really went all out to create decent music even for a comedy bit yeah the songs really stand on their own and and that song ouch really good have you ever heard of the concept of a 10-inch record? Do you know what that is? Uh, vinyl, right? Right. Uh, when records were first put out, mm-hmm. they spun at 78 rotations yeah. uh, per minute. Yeah. And they were called 10-inch records. Okay. Because they were in diameter. 10 inches. 10 inches. <laughs> and I have some original 10-inch blues records. Okay. Well, a lot of rock stars were really moved by the early blues musicians. I'm a, a huge fan of this guitarist named Robert Johnson, mm-hmm. and I have an original 1937, I think it is, pressing mm-hmm. of his song, I Think I'll Dust My Broom. I okay. bought it for well over $1,800 nice. and did lots of research into it. Aerosmith Uh is a huge fan of these blues musicians, and on their album from 1975, Toys in the Attic, Mm -hmm. they put together a song called Big Ten Inch Record, 
Would you happen to have that queued up and ready to go, Chad? That'd be a yes. Go ahead and hit that button. Here it comes. Got me the strangest woman. Believe me, this chick's no sin. But I really get her going. And I get out my big 10 inch. Red band plays the blues. Well, band plays the blues. She just loves my big 10 inch. Record of a favorite blues. Rock school, ladies and gentlemen. I, I got a, I got a question. Yes, here. Uh, yes. Funny, former student of mine. Funny yeah. songs, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Why is the the big ten inch record on on the funny songs? I don't know. These things just happen, and you know who who knows why things happen in this world. Okay. <clears throat> I think we should think about that. Take a quick break. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. We'll be right back. Programming on KSLU is underwritten in part by Home Theater Etc. With football season in full swing, Home Theater Etc. offers a variety of big and flat screen televisions for you to enjoy watching your favorite team on. Brands such as Elite by Pioneer, Hitachi, Sharp, Toshiba, JVC, Mitsubishi, and many others. They also come in different sizes such as 50-inch, 62, and even 72-inch screens. Home Theater Etc. is located on the corner of Morris and Mooney across from Florida Parish's bank. The telephone number is area code 985-340-7777. Rock school as we take an hour and play nothing but funny songs. Well, we think they're funny songs. We're not quite sure about that we last day. We Yeah, we, 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 we rewrited the ship. Yeah. Everything is everything's pointed in the right direction. Let's go to a man who's from Cleveland, Ohio, and of course, all people from Cleveland, Ohio, good people. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Exactly. This is back from 1978. Uh, Rolling Stone called this quote riotous. Okay. Quote maybe the most important statement on rock stardom anyone has ever made. Okay. This was off his last album before joining the Eagles. The album was called But Seriously, Folks. If you remember the, the front of it, he's at the bottom of a pool sitting next to a uh, a table with one of those uh, red and white checked tablecloths like on Pizza it. Hut? Yeah, and mm. all of the cups and saucers are floating up. Okay. This is Joe Walsh talking about ah. the fact that life's been good to him. Yeah. <laughs> So far, so far on Rock School. It's the comedy show. That is, God, that is a, we are about wrapped up. Popular song. It is. Man. It's still getting played today. Right mm. after that, he left, he split, he took off, and he went and uh, and he went and joined uh, the Eagles. No kidding. And uh, the Eagles just put out uh, a brand new album for the first time sure in uh, 20 years, not yeah, too long right. ago. I bought it. It's not bad. 
I like it. It is not bad. Not yeah. bad at all. Let me tell you some of the songs we didn't play. Short People by Randy Newman, yeah. which is actually pretty gosh darn good. What else didn't we play? Uh, Big Balls by ACDC. Yeah. My Dingling by Chuck Berry. For uh, reasons, I hope. Sick of You by Guar. You know what Guar means? Have you ever heard Guar? I've saw, oh, I saw them on a great. talk show one time. And hilarious. You know what Guar stands for? Uh-uh. God, what an awful racket. <laughs> That's what Guar actually stands for. What Guar. do you? Uh, what did the guitar say to the guitarist? What? Pick on someone your own size. Ah. What's the difference between a guitar and a tuna fish? What? You can tune a guitar, but you can't tune a fish. Oh, God. Uh, I'm to gu- leave. What did the guitarist do when his teacher told him to turn his amplifier on? What's that? Took it to dinner in a movie. Okay. Turn me go. on, baby. Hey, baby. When we first put together this show, or when I first put together this show, my wife looked at me and she said, are you going to play any Weird Al Yankovic? No. I'm never a big fan of Weird Al Yankovic because he really runs hot and cold for me. To me, that's almost, okay, you know, and taking nothing away from Mrs. Burns, but that's, yeah. uh, that's almost what you would expect. We're going to do a comedy show. Oh, you're going to play Weird Al. Well, no. I don't know, but if you listen to Weird Al Yankovic's albums, what he does is he'll do copies of about 10 or 11 songs, yeah. and then he'll do something that is his own, but he'll call it a genre parody, uh-huh. where he'll do like a 1950s parody, or mm-hmm. he'll do something like he'll do a heavy metal parody, but it won't be a specific song. This one, I'm going to play. We're going to finish with this because my wife listens to these shows and I have to live with her. <laughs> so a, uh, a Weird Al Yankovic song is going to take us out. This one, he's actually doing a parody of Devo. Okay. And when you whip watch it. it, well, not quite whip it, but when he's uh, when you watch the Behind the Music with Weird Al Yankovic, mm-hmm. they're doing an interview with one of the people of Devo, mm-hmm. and the guy says, and I think he's... I think he's joking, but I'm not quite sure. No. He says, I was listening to this song, Dare to be Stupid, and he gets a sound out of that Moog synthesizer that my bandmates and I have been trying to get for years. I'm too embarrassed to ask Weird Al Yankovic how he got that sound. <laughs> I just know that I hate him for it. Oh, wow. That ends the show. We are done. That's the end of the funny show. We should put together a show of songs that are funny but weren't meant to to be funny. Hey, there you go. That's a winner. My name is Joe Burns. Who are you? Chad P. The funny songs are done. This is Rock School. Class is dismissed. Dun, 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 dun. Boom!